This AIM Hometown Innovations podcast is sponsored by Taft. At Taft, we think forward. Taft's municipal practice group offers clients a one-stop shop for their entire city or town's needs, including employment and labor relations. From prevention and defense of employment litigation, establishment of a police and fire merit commission, rules and disciplinary procedures, to counseling on day-to-day personnel issues, Taft has the experience and capability to achieve the best outcome for your city or town. Constructed a little differently, Taft has built its team with former corporation counsel and city attorneys. We not only understand the legal issue, but also are finely in tune with the challenges facing our communities. Whether it be a budgetary challenge or political hurdle, from abatements to zoning, we understand because we've been there and we're ready to put our experience to work for you. Taft is a modern progressive firm and is the trusted advisor to many municipalities. Taft, playing to win and a proud partner of AIM. To learn more, visit taftlaw.com. This is Matt Greller, CEO of AIM. Welcome to the Hometown Innovations Podcast. Join us as we share ways our municipalities are positioning themselves for the future, thought-provoking interviews with state and local leaders, and more. Thanks for listening as we tell the municipal story. Welcome to this episode of AIM's Hometown Innovations Podcast. This is Chelsea Schneider with AIM, and today I am in Yorktown with Yorktown Town Manager Pete Olson. Pete, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So Yorktown, such a great community. Thank you. Um, Great community spirit, sense of place, but also an area that's seen high growth. Um, We we are lucky enough to be uh, one of the few areas in East Central Indiana that is experiencing growth, and so... Uh, we attribute that to a number of things, including uh, a great school system, which uh, uh, I'm proud to say that my wife is part of, but we've got great leadership at the school system, and uh, with their elected officials and with the teachers and the administrators there, they do just a, a wonderful job. And then really trying to focus on creating good good quality of place, providing great services, doing it efficiently. So thank you. Appreciate it. And also a lot of work occurring in the downtown area. Right. So, you know, that's been kind of a focus. After we consolidated in 2011, we were very lucky to have a council that wanted to focus on how do we bring more people into our downtown? How do we keep some of the money that is leaving our downtown that's being spent outside of our downtown uh, into our downtown? And so we've been working on it through 2011. A lot of different projects that are a part of that, uh, but we're excited that we're starting to see the actual construction of those projects. So the planning has taken place and now putting it into implementation. So a lot of projects to talk about, a lot of just great vision occurring in the community. So let's start off with actually where we're sitting here. So the new Yorktown Town Hall, you know, tell me a little bit about this project. Right. So this, this we're sitting in a building that we've occupied for about three weeks. Uh, and so we're still finding telephones and 
and file folders and everything else is we've we've consolidated uh, three buildings into one, which was one of our goals. But uh, really, when you look back at, at our downtown projects, uh, downtown plan, we, we set out with a vision to create a social and economic hub, uh, to create a multi-generational area, and to, to create a, a culture unique to Yorktown in our downtown and, and are now making town halls part of that project. And so uh, a few years ago, we were approached about selling our current facilities. Uh, we were running out of space at our current facilities, since the reason that we had multiple locations where operations were taking place. And so we saw an opportunity to, to keep our staff in downtown, to create a, a, an area where people were going to visit in our downtown, uh, which should help spur some of the economic growth, whether it's people stopping at gas stations or people shopping at the, at the stores and eating at restaurants in the downtown. We really wanted to be part of that. And so uh, it was a key for our council to find a way to stay downtown. What do you think the main advantage to this space will be, the fact that there's this great new town building? I'm still an operational guy, so I, I think it's putting all of us under one roof, finding a way to create space that the public can use, not just for council meetings, but for, uh, for other events, and then also to uh, just make it easier and more efficient as, as we're operating. And we can grow into it, you know, and again, we're hopeful that all of the things we're doing, uh, all of the leadership we've had for the last 20 years has, has maintained that growth. We just want to be the ones that continue that and keep it moving forward. And as we do that, we'll, we have areas that have been designed for growth in our building. That's great. As you went through the process, what are some takeaways that you could tell maybe another town official or city official that you kind of garnered or, or any wisdom that you can share? Well, you know? I, I mean, there's always pluses and and, and negatives to any project. And so, you know, from the plus side, uh, we had a council and, and have a council that is always looking for ways to do things better, uh, to make things uh, more efficient, how to involve the community. So we went through a number of public hearings. We used the Indiana downtown process early in the 2012-13 timeframe, which, which was nice. Uh, Doris and Doyle came out and asked a lot of questions and gave us some plans. Then we started engaging um, some, some additional professionals from engineers and architects to give us some schematics on how we could implement some of that. Um, and we tried to use local folks as a, as a real key in part of that. Anytime we had a local business or, or local individuals that had some some knowledge of that, we wanted to try and get them into into part of that process. And then, you know, for this building, and let's take that the next step, we, we used a local design firm, uh, which I'm really happy about. You know, they, they're involved in our community. One of the, mem one of the owners sits on our uh, BZA and on our plan commission. So they, they give time to us as volunteers. Uh, the other one of the other partners is president of the Chamber of Commerce. He gives time to to our community, um, so uh, it, it was a chance to utilize the skills that we had. It was a chance to make sure that our taxpayer dollars were being spent in our community, um, and it also gave them a chance. They're they're a block away from us, so they weren't going to design a building that they didn't want to have seen as, as you came into the community. And so it's something they can be proud of. It's something the rest of the public can be proud of. It's something that we're we're proud of from from that standpoint. So, you know, in the positive, it's engaged the public and, and not everybody's going to be happy about it. You, you always have to remember that there's going to be 
vocal people out there that um, whether it's they don't like the color palette, which uh, we, we've joked about as you and I've walked around the building, uh, or or they, they think we've built it too big because they they can't figure out that we're planning for the next 25 to to 35 years with this building um, you'll have some of those but make sure that you're governing for for the majority of the people so that they understand um, tell your story tell it well and involve them when when you need to and then do it efficiently and and uh, effectively is the real key there definitely i think what i love most about the project is it definitely has like a long-term vision and a long-term, you know, um, capability, you know, for Yorktown to think big. Um, there's a lot of projects that go along with the town hall or the town hall serving as a catalyst to more downtown um, development. Tell me a little bit about the park and other things that you're doing. Right. This is project one, but we actually have three separate projects going on. Any one of the projects could have happened independently of each other, but it made sense. And so uh, our council had some real leadership. They voted to to do a tax increase to to increase the quality of, of place in our community. And they're doing that. The town hall is one part of that. Uh, actually, there's no property tax dollars. We're using the, the special LOAT that was increased in Delaware County a few years ago to pay for the town hall. But we're going to dump a, a, approximately another $10 million into the civic green and the canal street streetscape projects that are going on and what those are going to do is is we've bought uh, land uh, a surrounding town hall that is very much uh, in need of revitalization Uh, we had a gas station and a grocery store that hadn't been operational for 20 years and and people will be like oh yeah i'm sure he's 20 years is an exaggeration it's not i walked into this community in 2006 and the the doors were shut then and um they've they've not been open and operational since that time and so it's it is a situation where we needed to find a way to remove uh, literal blights and figure out how to do, how to do a, a project that is going to make this property um, that social and economic hub and so you know we always go back to our vision statement we always say is this going to be part of that is it, is it going to be attractive to a multi-generation and we're generational sect and you know when I talk about that we're we're only a half mile from the school and because of our school we have a number of grandparents that are going to stick around to watch their grandchildren participate in plays and music concerts and sports. And so we wanted it to be a place that the grandkids and their parents and their grandparents could all come and they could congregate. Maybe they could eat a restaurant or they could shop at some stores. They could play in the park. And and it it just, we want to increase that quality. And, And so, you know, when we talk about quality of place, and that's what most successful cities and towns are talking about right now you know we we understand that we understand we had to get better talk to me about the beginning of the planning process yeah so as i said you know we started this back in 2012 and it it takes i mean we're government right we we're we're not set up to change direction and one day and everything else and and i've been doing town management for 20 years now and when i got into it um, and I still love to talk about sewer lines and water lines that are underground because that's what we grew up on and, and we were cutting our teeth. But now now we're trying to figure out how, you know, if, if you do the, the things that are expected of you well, 
how do you make it better so that you're going to attract people? And so back in 2012 and 13, as I mentioned, we had the Indiana Downtown uh, group come in uh, and, and they held a number of meetings and people talked about what they wanted in their downtown. And so we really listened to that. And then, then we brought additional stakeholders in a, a couple years later and, and, and a number of those stakeholders are still on our redevelopment commission. They're on our council. They're on our chamber of commerce and they continue to talk about, all right, this is what we heard from the public. This is what we heard from citizens. They wanted a park. They wanted a splash pad. They wanted, uh, they, they want areas where kids can be because if your kid wants to go there, then we know mom and dad and grandma and grandpa are coming downtown to, to be a part of that. And so, so they talked about that. Then I also talked about more restaurants and, and that's something I don't have kids, so I want more restaurants, and, and I want them to involve beer um, for whatever reason. And I think we all want beer, you know. And so, uh, you know, we've all talked about how can we increase the opportunity for people to congregate after 5 o'clock, and, and where can they hang out, and where can they eat, and go out with their friends, and, and everything else. And so um, so we st- we kept moving that, and, and every time we'd start talking, we'd come back to the two buildings that really were blight and they, they didn't look good. And, and people were like, we've got to get rid of those. And, and so we tried for a number of years to purchase those outright and did not have any luck and, and utilized every tool in the toolbox, if you will. And finally, we, we had to utilize eminent domain. And I know that it's a very controversial t- topic. It's not something that, uh, that I advocate for. If you can deal with pragmatic and rational people at the outset then it works but we were unable to do that and so um, you know our council and and with the support of our redevelopment commission and and a number of people in the public basically authorized the use of eminent domain and we've gone through that process and when we opened our doors uh, which our, our front door is just adjacent to where those old two properties were. When we opened our doors last week to the public, uh, we had a number of people walking in because they were seeing those buildings being torn down. They they saw the plans that we had on display for what's coming next, and we heard just positive comment after positive comment that we've removed an eyesore and that we can really talk about how, how much better Yorktown's going to be in the long run. I just love it because it connects, or eventually there's going to be this downtown park, right? This right. parklet that connects to Murrow's Meadow, which is such a unique park yeah. for any city or town, right? In Indiana, right. It, yeah. It, it, is, it is our, you know, it, it is the known place in our community. What What do you hope five to ten years down the road when these projects wrap up or, you know, even going out further, what does, what does this mean for Yorktown? Well, well I, I think, you know... Uh, from my standpoint, Yorktown has an opportunity to capture dollars that are being spent elsewhere. When we did a retail gap analysis, we saw that we were losing between 4 and $11 million a year to both retail and um, grocery shopping and uh, uh, eating out, people eating out in other locations. And that's going to continue because, you know, I, I love going to other communities and seeing what they're doing. And so we're going to continue to do that. But we, we want to create a place where people say instead of going to 
they say we're going somewhere. We want to hear people from other communities going. Have you have you been to Yorktown? They've really created that culture that is really neat. And it, it it's a cool vibe, and they've set up set up a park. And and we're different than the other communities in Delaware County because the other communities are doing neat things, and we're excited about them because we know that as a region we can be much better. And so we want them to think about coming to Delaware County. We want people to think about well, I maybe I work on the north side, or maybe I'm working in Fort Wayne, and maybe Yorktown is a great place because it's got a great school system and it's got uh, uh, it's it's got a downtown cool scene or maybe we're capturing some of those students from Ball State who are leaving Ball State as graduates and they're not real sure where they're going to go and they they've enjoyed their experience and and they're like well maybe I can stick around and I can commute a little bit because the I-69 is a great tool or even close to I-70 for connection to everything all of those you know are great tools but you can live here and you can get to other places you know and that's that's the nice thing about Indiana you know it's we are the crossroads of the United States and and so we getting places it's not hard so let's figure out how we become a niche for people that want to live in this area what do you say to a city or town that's just starting on this process of building you know placemaking quality of place what do they learn from Yorktown's approach there are so many things that I think I would I, I would say is first off it's not easy um, don't go into this thinking it's going to be easy because as much as you'd like to deal with a pragmatic and rational individual, you're going to find somebody that's not there. And you're going to find a, a vocal opposition to what you do because, and, and all elected appointed officials know that, but sometimes it can get it can get really frustrating. And I mean, if anybody's seen a picture of me, I tore all my hair out. Um, so, so, you know, it, it's hard, but it's it's good work. It's what we should be doing. It's what we should be focusing on. So that's that's my first comment. My second one is, you know, AIM is over the years has brought Peter Kagiyama in. And I'd tell you, just go listen to his TED Talk if you've not gotten to see him yet. Listen to his TED Talk and where, where he talks about creating fun places, create, creating places where where if you hear laughter, it, it, you know, that tells you that people are having fun and, and that's, that's place making. And so think about that when you're designing stuff. And, um, y- you know, you can both be fun and cost effective. It doesn't cost that much more to be fun, but make sure that you budget a little bit for it. And then, you know, and I think this is the thing that we're planning on is in, in the short term is once you get the projects done, it doesn't stop with the projects. You've got to continue on. You've got to find a reason to have a celebration. You've got to, you've got to spend some money to, to have events going on and, and do those. But Tap your community. There's a network of folks out there, and so I, you know, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll give a huge shout out to a group that I, I'm involved with personally, but, but is a huge supporter of the trails in our community. Um, these guys have a four mile race on the Fourth of July every year, and we've increased the participation to in that four mile race from 300 people to a, to 1,300 people last year. Even better, we've donated about two hundred thousand dollars to to the extension of trails in the city. But we start downtown. We celebrate downtown, and next year we're already planning and starting our new park. We're already planning how for year ten we're going to change it. We're making the race better, and how do how do we have fun? And you know, and that you're doing that at eight a.m. on a on a Fourth of July, and you can get a thousand people to come out. Then encourage your businesses to figure out how they can also be part of that and ask them to be a part of it. And and that's what you want because people want to have fun in your community. If they just want to live there, 
um, they, they'll be happy living anywhere. But if they want to have fun, create a place where, where people are going to have fun. Definitely. Well, Yorktown, I just, I can't wait to see just kind of the next projects and coming back up here to see the park getting right. done. Well, you're welcome to come anytime you want. We're not done creating this place yet. So we, we obviously are inviting everybody to come through, but, um, you know, come on through, see what we've got going on and, and, uh, and then make your own special sauce, figure it out. And, and because I like going to other, other communities and seeing what other people have and, restaurants and activities you know people are people are finding more fun in their in their cities and towns right now and that's that's so cool you know not everybody's going to to find that the big city supports them but they they may they may love that small town fair they may love that small town celebration it it takes the elected and appointed officials to to make that happen great well thank you so much for being on the podcast pete we really appreciate it thank you This AIM Hometown Innovations podcast was sponsored by Taft.